The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 268. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Woo. 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 So the uh, fourth one we're doing during this um, this uh, craziness that's going on. So we I sound know. Little, yeah, you know. a little. Yeah, I know. I guess the sound is going to be a little different because this is us recording in two different locations, which I'm not a fan of. I have to say, Alan. Because yeah, I, I like, like the microphones I, hanging out. I, know, I like being together. It's just a, a good. Yeah, it's a good vibe. Um, but you know what? We've, we've got to do what you got to do and you know, yep. we're making the best of it. So, yeah. Um, so here's this the topic of tonight is, um, which it's basically the different types of punishment and which type of punishment is most effective on kids. And, you know, we've all been conditioned. Here's the thing. We've all been conditioned that when we do something wrong, you, you get punished. You know, a child misbehaves. We want a solution that corrects their behavior so that they don't do it again. And I, and I think parents are often confused on what type of punishment works the best. You know, I mean, I remember looking at that and it's just like, you know, hey, if my child does something wrong, like what's the way to handle this? You know, I mean, yeah. and sometimes discipline gets um, confused or like moved in with punishment. But I think a lot of it is, I mean, the people use punishment as a type of discipline. So sure. that's why we're, you know, we're talking about it. But um, in this podcast, I want to review, you know, a couple different types of punishment. I'm going to go over whether I think they're effective or not. Love your opinion on those. Sure. Um, and then, you know, hopefully by the end of this podcast, people will be like, you know what, this is the type of punishment that I think works best for me and my family. So yeah, we'll see if we can answer those questions. So, um, so there was this guy, this guy is a behaviorist, uh, BF Skinner. Not sure if you've heard of him or not. I have, I'm a dude. psychology, um, grad. From, that's right. You know, so that's, I did. that's right. You do. Um, yeah. So there was, he identified two different types of punishment. He put them in pretty broad categories. He just basically said positive punishment and negative punishment. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the positive punishment, it was also uh, called punishment by application. It, it, it means that something is added to the situation when that unwanted behavior occurs. So I'll give you an example. Like um, a, a child is uh, taking, it takes their toy takes a toy away from their sibling. You know, they're sitting there arguing and it takes them away. So as a result, you yell at the child. Like you're yelling at them. You're, you're just, you know, getting upset with them. So the definition of the positive, it, it's not saying that you're saying something positive. It just means you're adding something negative or unpleasant to that situation. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't even use the word negative. You're adding something unpleasant to the situation in order to change the behavior. So that's where the positive aspect comes in is you're adding to it. Whereas by contrast, negative punishment means that you're, you know, um, the other name for it's punishment by removal. It's basically you're taking something away right. when the behavior occurs. So in that example where a child's, you know, dealing with the toy, they're arguing with their sibling, you would take the toy away. You know, right. you taking it away 
something good is being taken away from the situation. So that is a negative. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I mean, yes, th- that's great. You know, there's negative punishment, positive punishment, but within those, I think there's some really um, maybe more specific ways that, you know, parents handle these situations. So I wanted to go over a couple of common ones and, um, you know, give you my two cents on it. Um, and, and I will say is, you know, I did a video on this and boy, is there some opinions, um, <laughs> right? There just is. I mean, people feel very, very strongly about punishment and feel strongly both ways. I mean, I feel real strongly, you know, real strong about one way and people might feel about the other, but the first one is physical punishment. And this is spanking, getting slapped, um, you know, sometimes called corporal punishment, but it's basically, you know, anytime the adult is physical with the child, uh, you know, as a result of the punishment. Um, My stance is, is that I don't believe that there's ever a situation that warrants hitting a child. Mm -hmm. And I I think there's certainly people that have said, well, I mean, they say this all the time and they did when I, when I do stuff, when I talk about this is, you know, Hey, I turned out. Okay. I, I was spanked and I learned from it. And you know, that, that was my parents did that to me. And my response to that is that it wasn't the spanking that worked. Um, it was in my opinion, the, you know, the thousands and thousands of hours of parenting and the love and the discussion and the teaching and the showing what's correct and all of that of why a person turned out. Okay. It wasn't the actual spanking. Yeah. Um, now people say, well, you combine spanking with discussing it. It's like, I'm still, doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, I'm still of the stance that the does the, the spanking part of it, the hitting part of it, the whatever physical part of it can be removed and you will have a better outcome. Right. That's, that's the, my, my thing. Now there are studies. I put links to them or when these people have argued, um, there's research done now. Some people feel like they can find research done that will say the opposite end of it. I'd love to hear from that. Um, but as a, as a discipline for parenting, there's been overwhelming resulting, you know, overwhelm, overwhelming evidence that physical punishment does not play a useful role in a child's upbringing. And as a matter of fact, it actually poses more of a risk to their development. Mm-hmm. What that's where what I said is, you know, I think that's where people argued is that this combination of the physical part of it and the discussion and all that, like you don't need the physical part of it. Right. Um, and, and the way that at least I would prove it for me is I wasn't brought up that with that. And my children aren't brought up that way. And I'd like to think my children like to think my children are moral, make good decisions. And even, um, you know, the classes that I initially took when I started on this dad journey would talk about those kinds of things. And and my mentor Susie has hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of people Mm. who have these philosophies and have wonderful that could, because now it's generation after generation. Yeah. Um, And she taught the parents and then now she's teaching the kids and now she's teaching, you know, and seeing that how that's not needed. Yeah. And 
how well it has worked when you have the love and the discussion and all this other stuff. So yeah, people can argue it, but I have firsthand accounts. And so that's fine. I mean, that's what this world is wonderful for is that we can argue and disagree, but we can still be friends. You're right. Exactly. Um, but there are those that still continue to do it. Um, you know, and whether they don't believe the science or the studies or they have some other thing that is, I, you know, I don't know. And I'm not going to argue that. Um, I, I'm not going to try to convince someone who's not convincible, but I will say that if you have a baby or a young child and you're trying to figure out what to do, there are, there is an alternative and there, the method is typically, in my opinion, better than physical punishment. And so yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, and that's the thing is what's cool is I have a video our YouTube channel and we have a podcast. And so we get to push our ideas and our <laughs> right. desires out. And if somebody doesn't like it, then they don't have to listen. Exactly. Um, another type of punishment I think that is common is emotional punishment. And I think that this can be intentional sometimes, but I think a lot of times it's not intentional by the parent. Um, and and, and it, it borders or not even borders. It, it's emotional abuse, essentially, um, that a parent doesn't realize that they are doing it. They're trying to, whether they're yelling or whatever, the yelling actually falls under physical you know, or emotional punishment. But it really is more about what is being said versus the yelling itself. Like right. just yelling by itself, like, you know, you're not damaging the child by yelling. It's really like, what are you actually saying when you yell? Um, if you're saying anything to the effect of like the child being stupid or worthless or anything like that, then that for sure is going to be defined as emotional punishment. Right. Calling um, names and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tearing um, them down. On some and, and they've said that it actually is worse than the physical punishment. A lot of people get over the physical part. Yeah. You know, it, it, um, but the emotional part seems to last nearly forever, you know, and right. you see adults that are still dealing with the emotional wounds that they were punished, um, you know, emotionally. And granted, this is not one time, you know, we're not talking in either of these cases of one time, although they can remember it one time. Yeah. I mean, that sometimes that's all it takes. If you got swatted or you got like that, all that's all it takes is to remember that, that it can be you know quite damaging, but, um, but the, the, the emotional part can definitely last for a long time. Right. Um, a third part is timeouts. And I, you know, when my children were young, this was really popular. And, and, and there was a television show, Super Nanny, where it became really, really popular. She used it. And, you know, the, the idea is this child misbehaved. You then were sent to like a naughty chair or a corner of the room or a step or whatever. And, you know, the technique can work. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't work in all situations. I think the problem with the technique is that most people don't do it correctly. They're not mm. consistent with it. And that's where a lot of the problem comes in is the, and the other thing too, it only really works to like when the child's like five, six years old at the most. Right. So, you know, you're not going to put a teenager in timeout. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, you know, when a, when a child is throwing a tantrum and, you know, they're fighting with their sibling, the timeout can or did work if you're really doing it correctly and how the, the instruction is done. But I think, you know, parents just ended up using it as like, you know, you're in a timeout, go to your room or, you know, do this or, you know, you're, they, they, they have a way to then control the situation and they think that they're doing this correctly, but they're not. 
and they feel like they have the power of the child. So to me, that's the fallacy with it. It's not that as a method in itself, it's horrible. It can work. It's just people don't do it correctly. And I, and I know that even for myself, it's like, you know, we were trying it and we were doing it and then it like stopped working because we, and I realized like we weren't really doing it effectively or you're not consistent with it, Mm -hmm. whatever. So it's, it's, so that's where I would say in general, I don't love the idea just because, you know, if you can be really consistent and you can follow the formula, it can work for a short amount of time. But then what do you do when the child's six, seven? Right. Yeah. You can't use timeouts for everything. So yeah, exactly. Um, and then the fourth thing is taking things away. And, you know, this is the negative punishment, but you know, give you an example. You're, you know, a child gets bad grades and, and a parent will take away their electronics. You know, where like they have a teenager who's caught like sneaking out and they take away the keys to their car. You know, that's right. this, the idea of taking things away. And I can tell you that taking things away doesn't work either. You know, what happens is the child just thinks you're a jerk for taking the thing away from them, but they're not really learning what's correct. Mm. You know, and parents will say, well, I'm going to take this away and then they'll talk about what had happened and how they learned. But meanwhile, it's the same thing as the spanking. It's Mm. not what taking away is that the spanking doesn't work and the taking away doesn't work. It's the talking that actually works. Yeah. You know, where the child goes, Oh, I'm going to think about this now the next time. No, I'm just going to be more sneaky and more devious about how I'm going to do it. Or, you know, I lied this time, but Oh, I don't want to get in trouble. So I'm just going to be a better liar. Right. Um, it just, it, it really doesn't work. You know, taking things away in general doesn't work. And I mean, we can do an extreme example, which is prisons. That's the one I gave in the video. Um, you know, taking away someone's freedom and taking away a lot of their rights, like doesn't seem to work. It doesn't rehabilitate them. It yeah. doesn't make them think about what they did wrong. You still need the rehabilitation, all these other things. So, you know, and some of the arguments I, I just disagree with because, you know, they're talking about, well, if somebody, you know, does a crime, does a crime, that means you don't take away their right. No, well, I'm not saying that because this is a person who for 20, 30, 40 years has not learned, you know, right. it does, this, this techniques that I'm talking about or that I will talk about is not something you just can spring upon an 18 year old. Right. Like you don't just all of a sudden start having these conversations about right and wrong and whatever, and expect that it's going to work. Like essentially you've been doing things wrong for 20 years. You can't just fix it. Like yeah. it's, it's not fixable. I'm talking about these situations where a person, a parent is looking at what are the types of punishment that I have as options because I'm having a child or I just had a child. I'm going to tell you what I think is the best option. So here's the thing. Well, I was going to get to, I said the example of the prisons, 83% of prisoners go back yeah, in, exactly. in nine they're, years. So that doesn't work. <laughs> I was going to say that. Rehabilitation, you know, when they, right. when they give them education, they treat them humanely, like they, like they do other things that has a better you know, effect. Yeah. On them. yeah. But again, these are people who have been treated a different way and, and, and created differently. So what if I told you that there isn't a type of punishment that works? And that we are conditioned to think that if we do something wrong or our kids do something wrong, they need to be punished. 
So what are, what is the option? Well, I'm saying, what if we reframed our mind into thinking that instead of punishment, we think, how can I teach this child here in the best way possible so that they're going to learn what is correct? Yeah. Um, I've talked a lot on this channel um, or on this podcast, sorry, um, of you know, thinking of yourself as a coach rather than a parent. And our job as a coach is to teach our child the ways of the world. It's to teach them right from wrong, be kind to others, you know, being respectful, all these things. And what if we change our mindset and that punishment isn't, part, isn't an option? It's because if we know that it doesn't work, What's our option? Well, our option is to teach them correctly. Yeah. And so I think a lot of parents, though, have a, have a big problem with this one. I mean, it's just, they, for whatever reason, people have trouble wrapping their heads around it. Um, but what if punishment didn't exist? Now, on the flip side, there's no rewards either. So, like, you know, I'm not giving, you know, a kid, like, rewards and money and a sticker chart and everything else. They're not doing that either. Um, now, there's natural consequences to something that a child does. Like, as an example, they get a bad grade in school, like they might fail the class or they have to take summer school or whatever. But, yeah. you know, how does punishing them at home improve their situation or help them learn or, you know, to get a better grade? It doesn't. So, so what do we do? Well, our job then is, as a parent is when they first come into this world is to coach them. We teach them very early on, right from wrong. We teach them to make decisions for themselves. We teach them to understand that their decisions have consequences. You know, if you're dealing with an older child, then this is a little bit more complicated because I mentioned before, you know, they already have years of the other way ingrained in them, but yeah. you can still have this type of relationship with them. And so we teach them by communicating, not punishing. You know, mm. your toddler throws their food. You know, and instead of yelling at them and taking away their food, you explain how food is supposed to be eaten and it's not thrown. And it's like, no, this is how you eat. You don't eat it. You do not th no throw. This is how you, you know, do it. And you show how it's done. And guess what? Your toddler is going to throw their food again. Yeah. Like, they're not going to learn the first time. Their brain, they have a two-year-old brain or a three-year-old brain. Like, yeah. they're brand new to this world. Yeah. And so some of the argument is, well, no, they will learn. It's like, you know, touching a hot stove. Like, boom, it's hot. The same thing as they get smacked. You know, mm. oh, well, then they'll learn. Well, then aren't you kind of teaching them that it's okay to hit? <laughs> right. Like, like, you don't want them to hit. And yeah. so, but then you're teaching them to hit. Um. So when you communicate with your child thousands and thousands of times from the time that they are babies, this works. You know, I, an example in my own house, my children had hid candy. They were, they were hiding candy and did they get in trouble? No. Um, now we've talked about it, about specifically even hiding candy. They, they know that we don't love them eating a bunch of sugar and that they're, you know, et cetera. But what do we do? Well, we talk about them. Hey, sugar's bad for you. It's bad for your health, your teeth. Like, and if you're going to have some, have just a little of it, you know, right. like 
don't have a ton. You have to manage this. And I've been talking about like, hey, this is something that you are going to have to manage on your own. I can't be there all the time and, and kind of talking through that. And guess what? They did it again. Yeah. They had the candy. Now, we didn't, I didn't take the candy from them. But we just kind of had to have that conversation over and over and over again. And it's not perfect. But ultimately, what we are teaching them as they are getting older, and, and now we start to see glimpses of this, they're 9 and 11, where they're starting to self-regulate. Mm-hmm. You know, when kids are really young, they're not going to self-regulate. But they're starting to do that, where I've now seen them in situations that where I didn't even need to say anything. And they go, you know, I think I had enough of that. Right. You know? Or that, you know what, I'm going to make this choice instead of that choice. Yeah. Or gonna, now, sure, you can police it all you want but i we may we even have the conversation with our children and saying i'm not going to be there to sit there and say you can't have this all the time right like this is up to you and that's not one conversation it's hundreds of conversations like sure yeah over and over and over again so that's where i'm telling that if somebody is making the decision of like how am i going to raise my child that's where i'm telling you that this works and it works because it then has, you have a, a child and then a young adult who thinks for themselves and is doing things because they know what is good for them, what is good for society, what is good for the people around them, what is good, whatever. They're doing it for those reasons rather than the fact is like, you know what, I'm just because I'll get in trouble yeah. or because I'm going to get hit or because I'm going to whatever. Like, you don't not do something because you're going to get in trouble. You don't do something because it's not the right thing to do. Right. You know, you don't not steal out of a store because you might go to jail. Right. You don't steal out of a store because it's the wrong thing to do because it's, yeah. you're, you're taking things from something that's not yours. Like that's the fallacy in the argument about punishment mm. is that, we want people to make the decisions or we want our children to make the decisions because it's what's right, not because of what might happen as a result of it. Now, there are natural consequences. Like you might get arrested or you might lose your job or you might, you know, whatever. And those natural consequences will happen, but that's not why we want the person to make the decision, you know? So that's what we're teaching our kids is, that they need to self-manage. They're going to need to have to learn how to make these decisions. And, and like I said, it's not perfect. I, you know, there are situations where I'll yell, get to your room because I just don't know how to handle the situation right then. Yeah. But, you know, and we lose our patience more often than we want and such, but, but on the bigger scale is that instead of punishment, we talk about, it. Mm. you know, how am I going to teach this behavior? What's the, what is the situation right now that I can teach them? Can I give them positive reinforcement on the behavior that they're doing that's correct or that we want? And that's the type of conversations we have. And so, you know, your child's going to face situations where they're going to have to make decisions on what's right and what's wrong and who they want to be and what, you know, what's going to happen. And these decisions get bigger and bigger with bigger consequences as they grow up. Yeah. And that is what we've said is just like, you're not going to be there right in front of them. And so you have to teach them how to make those decisions for themselves and learning, you know, the best things on their own. Um, and that's the best way to learn is from their coach, their coach dad, 
Yeah, basically. You know? Yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear some feedback. I, you know, I love for people to argue the point of why they think it's okay. Um, you know, to do physical punishment or even emotional punishment to their kids because it makes them tougher. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I can't get, I can't be down with that. And, and also seeing my own children and not doing, I mean, we just don't physical punishments, not in the cards. It's not in the book. Yeah. And I think it's, it, it works, but it takes a heck of a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time, takes a lot of thought. And that's the challenge that I would give to parents is you've got to be willing to do that because it's certainly easy to just smack the child. Right. Yeah. And their behavior will stop right there. They will. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's, that's not the solution. That's not for the betterment of our children. It's not for the betterment of our society. So people learn um, better when you give them a reason why and explain to them why they're doing what they're doing is wrong or right or whatever the things are or what some alternatives are. I know even for coworkers and people of that nature, I don't like to punish people under me or or, or tell them, discipline them. I'm like, here's how you could have done this better. You know, this is what I've done to do, you know, to make improvements on this. And so here's what I like. Not yeah, here's what, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's funny that method, and we've covered it on the show, but right. showing the kid of what to do versus what yeah. not to do. I was with a, a student of mine, um, and we met offline just to kind of talk about a few things. And um, her kid was with us, and the kid was putting dirt on the ground um, from the plant. And then I show, I go, oh, maybe we should do it this way. And I put basically he's just putting dirt back in the dirt. And, but just, he was playing with it. And then he started doing the same thing I was doing because I was playing with him. And she goes, Oh yeah, I guess you just show what you're supposed to do and what not to do. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I learned that. Yeah. Rather than <laughs> say, don't show. put the dirt on the thing. You say, no, no, put yeah. the dirt on the, yeah. Over like, here. That's the, you can right. put the dirt anywhere. Over here is better. Right. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> I, know. I know. Well, if anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, they want to send us a bunch of money, Alan, what do they do? They should go to podcasts at daduniversity.com if they want to send us some money in email. Um, and then if they want to reach us. Yeah, Venmo. <laughs> we, we start a Venmo donation the cup or something. Um, and then uh, basically the social media channels, you can reach us on. Uh, we're pretty much on all of them. Uh, Dad University or Dad UNIV. Um, also go to YouTube and check out the videos there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. A lot of great information that's not just in our podcast, but also uh, in video format that Jason does a really great job with. And if nothing else, then you're listening to us right now, please subscribe to the channel and share it with your friends and maybe leave a five-star review and and uh, or some comments and questions and we really love to hear from you and it also helps perpetuate the show awesome well alan thank you stay safe stay safe it's a crazy world out there that's right it's always been crazy it's even crazier now i know all right and uh we will see you next time see you next time